0: First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. <laughs>
1: What's going on, YouTube? Nathan back with another video presentation. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's staying safe. I have one half of the dynamic duo of Let's Talk Football, Sean Spencer, with me, joining me this evening as we talk about game five of the NBA Finals. This is episode 15? I'm 15 now. Cannot believe that. Uh, Before we get into the video, then we, there's a couple of things I would like to say. Um, first and foremost, I want to send my sincere thoughts and prayers uh, to those that have been affected in Western Europe with this uh, historical floods we've never seen before. Um, just it's it's just crazy to really see um, the what Mother Nature can do. And you know, we can all you know we all we all know what the, the biggest issue is, is is climate change. But it's going to take politicians. It's going to take all of us to make a significant change um, to make this a better and safe world to live in. Uh, So again, I just want to send my thoughts and prayers out to those countries in Western Europe. And then obviously, um, we lost another rap legend, Biz Marquis. I want to send my thoughts and prayers uh, to him and his his family. Uh, My favorite two songs from Biz was Just a Friend and Vapors. So, um, I didn't realize he was, I didn't know he was sick for a while. I know he had, I think he had diabetes and I mean, he had COVID last year. So, um, but another, another, another legend in the game gone. So, Sean, is there anything you want to touch on? If you want to add on to that?
2: Yeah, R.I.P., man. R.I.P. It's rough. Yeah.
1: yeah, so for sure. So, let's get into it. Um, I have a special guest. He's on, Mike, let's see if he's ready. Go ahead, introduce yourself, let us know who you are. You're muted. Hello, are you there? Okay, we're gonna bring him back in when he's ready. So, Game five, great game tonight. Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Phoenix Suns 123-119. Man, um this is now a series, Sean. Uh I, the, the first quarter, I ain't gonna lie, I was scared. They, 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 the Phoenix Suns were up 32 to 16. That was the that was the biggest lead of the game. Uh the Milwaukee Bucks, I felt like it was gonna be a blowout. And uh, gosh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man! Like, let me let me pull up the box score real quick. This was the, this 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 is the this is the Milwaukee Bucks team I have been waiting to see for quite some time, and like Drew Holiday, man, Chris Middleton. It's about damn time.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, absolutely. The, the, absolutely. Like the defense, the only issue that I had with Milwaukee, especially in that first half, particularly that first quarter, Sean, that the, the switching on defense was, was just bad.
2: I mean, Chris they've, Paul. They've, they've settled to do that. They, they've they started to do that. Uh, and if you noticed, Chris Paul was taking advantage of that. and yes, he was. Making sure that he was he had Conanton to guard him. Because hey, right. Conanton shot him out, definitely have four threes. He was hitting from beyond the arc today. But his defense is either it's either on, he's either that energy is all it, or he is just he struggles. And, and he can't handle Chris Paul, man. Chris Paul just took him down to the on uh, the rack each time. I mean
1: One second, look at the box score. The biggest thing I took away from it was the fouls, Uh, particularly on Phoenix's side. They got into foul trouble. Too many silly fouls. Devin Booker and Chris Paul had five. Aiden had four. Um, I mean, really the only positive outlook was Phoenix shot the ball consistently well.
2: So, yeah. and I, honestly, I, I think and I think that was covered by uh, Van Gundy, the uh, the announcer, because he was saying you really have to pick up on what the refs are calling. Certain things the refs weren't calling. Refs, you can stand in the key all day long; they wouldn't call three in the key for offense or defense. I mean, no. they only call it once in the playoffs. You know no. what I mean?
1: Exactly.
2: But they're calling certain fouls, and you got it. You have to understand. And and the crazy part with Booker. Booker would have these big hysterics, you know, all get all been out of shape when they call him. But they're calling the same thing on you over and over. Like you got you have to make the adjustment. You right. always talk about adjustments, Nate. If you don't make those adjustments, it's gonna get to you.
1: It's gonna get to you for sure. And again, like Chris Middleton, like I can't I can't just Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. I, I just can't. I cannot speak enough on that. I really can't. Like they played, like that's the killer. That's what I was talking about this whole series since they played against Atlanta. They don't have killers. And tonight they played with a killer mindset. And like, like I'm looking at Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis gave me a a nine points, but they were a meaningful nine points. Mm -hmm. You know, Pat Connington, hey, listen, Pat is not the biggest guy there on the court. But when it counts, he got a couple clutch offensive rebounds. He
2: did. He did. You know, four threes. I,
1: four threes. I mean, that matters. So, mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Uh, the only thing with Brooke Lopez, I would like to see him more dominant in the pick and roll. Uh, that's where
2: I believe he plays better, mm. in my opinion. So, I mean, honestly, they need to utilize him on the outside as well. I mean, he spotted up for at least one, if not two, made threes. And I, I really think with that pick and roll, he could jump back there and they can pass it back out to him. I, I honestly right. think he can – they're going to need that. What you saw in the second quarter where they started to match Phoenix for threes and they started You're to sure? go toe for toe with Phoenix with that, that's when you had Connaughton in there. That's when you had Holiday hit those four, – had 14 points in the second quarter. With like, with, you know, seven assists. You know, he was doing his thing. And right. you got to, but when you have those guys hitting from beyond the arc, that makes a big difference. Because now Yannick can drive into the lane and pass it out, and he can rely on those guys shooting and making them.
1: Right, for sure. But, I mean, the biggest thing, again, like in that first quarter, Phoenix was hitting threes. I mean, like, they hit, what, 10 consecutive shots? And I'm sitting there going like, Ugh. and so like the second quarter. I mean, they're playing like the dumb bucks. They're making careless they're, they're, they're you know they're taking careless looks at the bat at the basket. They're turning the ball over. I think you're bet. I think who had the most turnovers? Chris Milton had four. I mean, like eleven turnovers as a collective unit. But I think after. Um. In the second quarter, I think that's where things started to change and started to relax a little bit. I felt like again that 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 arena was loud yeah. and the energy was there, and I think it kind of got them rattled. But that first quarter, like Jeff Van Gundy said, Phoenix hit with a haymaker, but Milwaukee responded. So, but listen, uh, I had, you're gonna
2: have to. You're gonna have to address Giannis. You gonna have if it gets to a game seven. And he gets on that foul line. I don't want to call it they, I don't okay. They psyched them out. Yeah. I don't want to say it is that them counting one, two, two three, three, four, four. Like that's getting into his head, and you can see it before he takes those shots. When it was, you know, when it was down to like three minutes, uh, you know, um, like you know, 30 seconds, stuff like that, and he was taking those last shots. I was sitting there saying, anybody but Giannis, foul sure. anybody but Giannis. Because once they start counting, and you see that one guy on camera. Had, he said yeah one, two, all the like hundreds. So
1: far, you know, what's man. Funny, though? you know what's funny though? I guarantee you put that back in the bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, put that that's so money. money. That's show that's that. money, of course. <laughs> of course. But you know what? That's what I'm saying. You know, like with with again, everyone was talking about, oh, they're gonna sweep them, all this other stuff. See, again, we you said that Sean, you called it this whole since the since the playoffs, the the Milwaukee Bucks, after the first two games. Then that's when they start getting serious because I think, think, again, I think it's coaching – a coach can give you confidence, but he could also take your confidence. Mike Budenholzer has put – you know, trust those guys to go out there regardless, and they kept – he kept his composure tonight, Mm. and, like, the Milwaukee Bucks, man,
2: I'm telling you, so – uh, we have I'm going to tell, tell you, there's nothing that makes you more confident than seeing the ball go in the hole. Oh, exactly. Okay? And in game one and game two, Holiday, Middleton, they weren't seeing that. Connington, nope. they weren't seeing it. Giannis nope. was the only one seeing one it. it. But since since game three, they had those two games and then tonight, and Holiday especially, he has been struggling even through game three and four, and he, he just lit it up tonight.
1: Yeah, He, he really did. did. He definitely he really did. did. For definitely for sure. I mean 32, 29, 27. I believe they scored Middleton and Holiday in the I want to say that second, have 38 points combined. So just just crazy. So yeah. we have a we have a guest. Cameron, what's up? What's what's going on, man? Hope you let's let's let know what you thought of the game, brother. Let's know what you thought. what on
2: camera, man. <laughs>
1: So we have a um, a guest. Uh he kinda he's been following the podcast for quite some time, and I'm gonna give him the the uh opportunity to speak his mind and what he thought about the game. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us know who you are. What's going on, man? Yo, what's going on? My name is Jay. I'm a, a
3: big time Phillies fan.
1: Nice, nice, and nice,
3: nice. And you, so you know, go what, ahead. What the- Finals reminds me of.
1: Go ahead.
3: This finals reminds me. It reminds me back of the uh, two thousand six finals because okay. like same thing happened. Phoenix went up 2-0. Then the Bucks won the next two games. Same thing happened with with um Miami and and the Mavericks. The Mavericks mm. went up two zero. Okay. The Heat won the next two games. You know, but but it's like. It's like it's like Shaq is Giannis and Dwayne Wade is Middleton because because that game 3 Dwayne Wade dropped his first 40 bomb of the series. Middleton drops his first 40 bomb of the series I think in game 4 or 5. You know it it just reminds me of of that series so much, you know what I'm saying? It's like identical.
1: Okay. I like, okay. That. I like, I like that. that. Good 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 observation. So I mean what did, I mean what did you take away from, I mean what did you what did you take away from game 5 tonight? If you're like if if Bucks or the Suns, what would you take away? Uh.
4: Hmm.
2: What do you think of Giannis, man? You think he, he balled out because this was the first game he didn't get forty? Exactly.
1: So what's the first game he didn't get forty? <laughs>
3: I mean i mean he 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 did good but he he, he did good i'm gonna say he, he had a good performance tonight the only thing he didn't he didn't have a good performance was the free throws compared to like the last two games you know we opted right. free throw then i backed down you know
1: i think that's one thing they're going to they're going to work with him in the off season is his free throws yeah because he take he does i, I definitely think it's a yeah. thing but,
2: that i guess it but let me ask you this. Is it is it the is, is it them having to work with the spree throws or is it Phoenix's crowd? I'm sorry. I think Phoenix's crowd has a hold on him. Every uh, time it, they start counting, you look were they counting two in Brooklyn? Yes. Okay, because that I mean that counting thing, I don't know what it is, man. He just gets stuck. He gets in a trance and he, he can't hit it. I don't know. That's kind of like watching um
1: Shaq. He's with the Lakers, you know, hitting free throw like hit. I wouldn't say like like that, Shaq, but like the Shaq used to have the worst free throw for sure. But let us know, man. Who did? Go ahead.
3: Um, like as you were saying about like 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 the the crowd like even even its own fan base. You know, I saw something about like like the crowd was chanting like MVP chants, and he was like he was like making gestures like lower that down because you know. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's getting in his head because like like his free throws aren't as good as like his actual like you know like yeah. he, he didn't want to be point. that 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 crowd stuff really gets in his head for the free throws. That's what he. needs. I to can agree
2: to. with that. Good Man. point. He might be one of those guys that just needs absolute silence, like you're in a gym by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he looks There's like he much. has the technique down. But something will happen when he releases and gets it. Some of those look good, but some of them are just like, are you all right, man? Like, come on <laughs> for sure. Um, Daryl, Daryl Fisher, check
1: him out. Great guy who does food reviews. Um, I low key feel that Devin Booker being held back from the team concept. Mm. Mm. That's a, that that's an, that's a good basketball observation. Like he went off for forty to forty points, I, I kind of feel like Devin Booker, I think tries to do too much. I think when it counts, I think.
2: I think he's in his head.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's just I think I think it just gets in his head. I think the, like the the, 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 the strip by Holiday. For sure, I think, on his head.
2: And then the fouls. Like, he had five fouls. Right. So. Uh, Look, I'm telling you, I go back to that that time that I, we talked about it in game three when he came off. Chris Ball's hurt, too. Good point. Oh, Good well, point, yeah. Cameron. Well, that, that time when he came off and he was in, like, the third quarter and he sat on the bench for the rest of the game. And him and the coach were talking. This is your premier player. This is, you know, one of the faces of your franchise. And he's sitting the second half of your of game 3, the finals? Yeah, that doesn't no. make any sense to me. Something is up with his head. The skill is still there. He can still hit shots. He still put up what 30 plus tonight. You he know had what I mean? 40. He had 40. Right. So he still is dominating. But there's something about just some of those moments where it's just like you saw the strip. You saw where he's just off. Like in that last one where he drove in the lane and he just kind of seemed discombobulated. The one yeah, way, exactly. Back yeah, I mean, the okay, I know Exactly. What you are talking about? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, some some with Booker, I don't know, man. I think I think he's in his head right now. But also too, Booker's got to he's got to control his temper. And
1: Jay, I let you, I'll let you get out. Then I'm coming to you, Jay. Like Devin Booker has got to maintain his his um. He's got to control his temper. Because like, like he 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 seems like like when there's a foul that's called against him, you know, he, he kind of can go, kind of get out of, out of whack. So, like, do you think going into Game Six because they're now they're going to be in Milwaukee, Jay? What do you think?
3: You you know like like I, don't know I can understand it. I, I I watch the game. I'm, I'm watching these games, you know. In my opinion, some of these fouls, you know, they're low off, but some of them they're actual fouls, you know. Like like he he got his revenge, you know. Like the dunk the dunk he did and they stared down Giannis, you know, that was Right. That was chill.
2: Right. Yeah, that should that, I don't know I don't that, that 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 was another one I didn't
1: understand why Giannis would even do something that dangerous. Um, uh, but I I I I I respect the hustle.
2: It should have been, I would say. I mean, because I get I get your hustle, I get your you know, adrenaline, you're rushing, you're trying to make it, but he wasn't gonna stop him. You know, even somebody as big as Giannis, he was not gonna stop him from making the dunk or you know making the play. So right. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure.
1: But Jay, if you're Phoenix, what do you take away from this game tonight?
2: You think they're nervous? Uh, hmm.
3: Probably CP3's lack of efficiency. Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: This is going seven. Okay, Cameron. Cameron see that. saying seven. Okay.
2: I can see it happening.
1: Jay, who do you think? You think Milwaukee's going to going
3: to win it and going to win it in Milwaukee? Or you think it'll it
1: go 7? I
2: think Milwaukee can do it. Okay. Sean, I think it's going 7. Okay. I think uh Milwaukee tonight broke the uh the curse of, you know, the home team only winning at home. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. I think because you, I mean, we can't act like the first quarter didn't happen. The first quarter did, and, and you know, had it not been for J.R. Holiday just going bonkers, I mean, Phoenix would have ran away with it. You for know, sure. If Phoenix does that, if they get on a type of roll like that and their shooters keep shooting, and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton, another one, foul trouble. You had uh, Booker, foul trouble. If these guys don't get in foul trouble and they're becoming effective, and they're continually being effective, then it's a different ball game. You know what Good I mean? Point. And it was still close up into the end. Let's—I mean, you know—it was. They came back up until the end and, and made but that it close. Chris, that, that, that that made it close. But that
1: foul on Chris Paul, that Chris Paul fell on Giannis, and then the strip by Holiday. Yeah, <laughs> Heads on the edge seat. I know that it sure did. But I mean, like. Regardless, I mean, Monty, Monty had eight guys out there, right? Mm. And the only positive player you said that, had, that really played well, Makai Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, and, and Devin Booker. They all had a plus, plus positive, positive differential.
2: Now, I had written in the first quarter, <laughs> I wrote my notes, and I said, Crowder equals consistency. Then he missed, like, the next three shots. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, he did. But Crowder's still, like, he's 56% from three over the playoff stretch. I'm like, he's killing it. He was Mm -hmm. consistent all the way up until, you know, those shots that he missed. But Crowder, man, uh, you have to to rely on him. You have to get big games from Crowder. My boy Cam Johnson, you got to get him coming off the bench. But, again, you cannot have Cam Johnson trying to guard Giannis because that's a mismatch. To and, and also too,
1: Tory Craig, they're letting him shoot the ball. Like they are. They are. They're, let, they're, just, they're gonna let him shoot. Yeah. Um, I just want to bring up some uh, again. I'm gonna use stat muse. Devin Booker has, has more 40-point games. That's four more than LeBron, Steph, KD, Michael Jordan, Kobe, combined three in their first playoff game. Hmm. Uh, there have been five, there have been five 40-point games in this in this series so far back to back 40 point games in the finals Michael Jordan, LeBron, Shaq, Jerry West, Rick Barry, Giannis, and Devin Booker. That's a good list to go to join. And then Drew Holiday tonight getting 27, 13 three steals, 12 of 20 from the field, including the biggest steal in Bucks franchise history the strip on Devin Booker. So mm-hmm. And then uh, he also pointed out it's been eight years since Brandon Jennings uttered Bucks and six. <laughs> then what went away from fulfilling that prophecy? And then Devin Booker is the first NBA player to have 40 points in back to back final games and lose both of them. Yeah. Gosh. And the Bucks handed the Suns their first loss after leading the double digits in this playoffs. They were 13 0 coming into this game tonight. So definitely, definitely. Um, Milwaukee definitely played. So Cam Johnson, North Carolina's finest. So let's just go one more time. So we got Cameron. He said, this is going seven, Sean. You said this is going seven. Yep. Jay, you said that this Milwaukee is going to win at home. I'm going to go with Milwaukee wins at home. I, I really think Milwaukee just has to continue like they're at home. Okay. You know, you, 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 it, the, the Deer District, it's just that 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 arena is going to be loud, energetic, that's just extra confidence. I, I just I just think the, the momentum is, is is in favor of Milwaukee. I, I really do. And like uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they're the key. They are the key, like Giannis stepped up, you know, uh, you know, he, you know I need Brooke. I need PJ Tucker to give me some, give me some, a, a couple more, like so a little bit more. But I mean, he, he's 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 really a defender. Pat Connaughton, Body Portis, like those boys got to got to come out and,
2: and play. Bucks will close out at home, I believe as well. Okay, Daryl. So you need a complete staff. You need you need every guy on that that that's coming in and getting minutes. Exactly, Chris and, and Rude, They're too inconsistent. They put but, I mean, a nice, we saw this.
1: We saw this in the we saw this in the Atlanta series, and we saw they this. put in, a
2: nice three-game stretch together. Can they finish out at least this game? Because they did struggle, they have struggled at times. Yes. Or, in, or if it goes to seven, that's the thing. The consistency from them. Giannis is going to be there day in and day out. But there's one thing that I do think we should be worried about. The, the announcer started talking about it. If you notice, Giannis is starting not fatigued, but he's you could the series is wearing on him. Well, because if well if you if you look
1: at it and and, and I think Jay Jay touched on this, I forgot what episode it was. Like he's going at these guys. Like that's oh, a yeah. lot of strength. Yeah. And like oh, they're, yeah. like they, they're double teaming him. Like he there are moments where again I feel like just let the game come to you. Don't you know, don't try to that's overdo it. Honest.
2: Yeah, it's not. He, he wants to go one hundred percent. That's
1: him. And 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 listen, I love it, but I'm just saying, Chris Paul will show up for hand six. Oh, for game six. Okay, typo. It's okay, Cameron. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like you know, Chris Middleton and, and Giannis. Hey, hey,
2: Cam, if you were on camera, you would. We would have known what you said. It wouldn't have been a typo.
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's to me like they like they they play off the pick and roll. They got to play Bucks basketball, and I believe. They can do it i just think again holiday and 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 drew man they they, they are the x factors for the bucks it, you know and like if they have a bad if, you know they have a bad game it, it's a rat you know and again like phoenix got to cut down on, on the fouls
2: hmm. uh, uh, but again it's knowing what the refs are calling I'm telling you, it's knowing what because there was a lot of tiki tag fouls, but the refs were calling that. It's it's about adjustments, man. Definitely for sure. Definitely for sure.
1: Um, Also, too, Giannis's younger brother did not play because of COVID protocols, and there's a referee that didn't couldn't participate because of COVID protocols. So, um, I don't think he'll be available for Game Six. I doubt it. So i also don't believe in coach bud well i listen i i I have i have been critical of coach bud the only thing i've gotten him is about adjustments but he's gotten they've gotten this far you know so we'll see we'll see but um i want to jay thank you for your time joining us as a guest um We appreciate you. We hope you can come back on again sometime. Shauna, I want to bring you back in. So I'm going to transition to the next topic. So we're going to talk about Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard finally addressed the rumors, ladies and gentlemen. Damian Lillard, uh, for the past, I'd say now a couple weeks, has been – in the midst of news for like all the wrong reasons. Um, excuse me. Wants to be out. Wants to be, you know, there were rumors spreading around that he wanted to be traded. Uh and requested to trade. And yesterday he finally addressed those rumors. So we're going to play the clip. I'll leave this in the link for you all to see. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play the whole thing. So y'all let me know your thoughts as we listen to dame Dame dala speak his mind and finally address these rumors i woke up to those reports you know a lot of people <clears throat> reaching out to me um but it's it's not true you know i'll I start off off the rip and say it's not true i said the last time i spoke to you guys that a lot of things are being said and you know it, it hasn't come from me so uh number one is it's not true um and secondly I'll also say that I, I haven't made any firm decision on you know what my future will be. so uh, there's really no need for uh, anybody else to, to speak for me or report this or report that. you know if its something to be said, as I said the last time I'll, I'll speak directly with with my team and with Neil
3: so uh, you know that's that
1: I, I guess okay, so you heard it so you heard it there and heard it there. Uh, he addressed it, but also too he did leave it open. Um, basically, that's a message to Portland: please get me some help. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I feel really bad for Damian Lillard. You know, and and, and I know and I know the narratives that are going to be thrown out there. You know, he's on a small market team; he needs to be on a team like LA, New York, Miami, but. I think I think Portland had the team to win in my opinion but the window for championship's closing if you remember I back in I remember what episode it was episode eight episode nine I had Elliot Tinsley on my on, on my on, on the show and we talked about how Becky Hammond did not get the job for Portland and Chauncey Billups was hired. Elliot came out and said, you know, they need cachet. You know, they're trying to win a big you know, the winner to win a championship. It's closing. And I personally, I look at it like this. Who is? I don't know who that is. That's trying to join. Uh, but, no, I don't know who that is. So I don't know if that's a troll or or what, but with Damian Lillard, I, I think the biggest thing is we just got to really see what, what the future holds, what Portland's going to do in this offseason. Um, I also wanted to share, I, I don't know where this came from as I pull it up. Don't sleep on. No, I'm not sleeping on, on CJ McCullum, but he needs help. He needs help. Okay, I don't know who this is that's trying to join. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a troll. Let me share let me share the screen so y'all can see. So this is I don't know who, this is Barry Bonds with a Z. And he came out with this tweet and said that Damian Lillard has requested a trade of from the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I don't know why he would kind of start that rumor. Um, that's not cool to me. Uh, I feel like this really, Kind of, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let him join. I don't know who. I I don't know who that is. Cam. I don't know if that was a troll. I don't know who that was. Um. But he. They just need to stay healthy, as all. I agree with that. They do. But I, I I don't think it um takes away the fact that. You know, we, we, we we've been saying this for, for, for quite some time now about who's Elton John. Okay, let's bring let's bring this person on. I don't know again, I don't know who this is. Okay, I apologize for that. Um, no, I wouldn't say that window's closed, to be honest, Cameron. I wouldn't say that. And then he came up with another tweet. The Milwaukee Bucks could be in the market for Damian Lillard, so could the Sixers. Lillard had an interest in Philadelphia. It's also believed the quietly the Celtics could also be in the mix. Like... Where is he getting that kind of information from? Like that's what that's what I don't get. Like where is that coming from? So I don't know. We we will see. We will see if you are what's going to happen with Damian Lillard. Transitioning next to the NBA and the Play Association agreed to continue the uh, the playoff and tournament. Which I think is, which I think is honestly, been great. Uh, I think it creates excitement. I think it creates more competition, uh, for sure. In my opinion, uh, I think it. I think it brings a little bit more excitement than before. So, article from ESPN quote. I personally have a big appetite, maybe bigger than some of our teams, and even some of the players, Adam, Adam Silver said. Tracy, I don't know who, okay. <laughs> We've talked about in-season tournaments. We were all fans of the league, especially internationally. I think there's this notion of having some something more to play for than just a championship, not to say ultimately is it isn't to win a championship but it's possibly doing something throughout the season. It's something we're taking a hard look at and obviously won't hurt happen next season, but we're talking to the place association and we're talking to teams about it. So, I mean, for sure, we will see um, what will happen. So uh, let's see who this is. I hope this is not a troll. Hello. Are you there? You want to talk basketball? What's up?
4: Number
3: 15. Oops, you have...
1: (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for that. Um, We're going to transition next into the Washington Wizards. They hired Wes Unsell Jr. Congratulations. I kind of figured that was going to be the move for the... um, for the Wizards, honestly, in my personal opinion. I thought it was a good move. Uh, It does let me know, I think, where the Wizards are going forward. Because then he signed a four-year deal. So it's not like the Scott Brooks contract where he signed for five. So uh, (laughs) it's it's time to get rid of Beal. I don't know about that. And Russ, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay, um, excuse me. So, quote, I wanna to thank Tommy and Mr. Leonis for the opportunity to lead this talented team both on and off the court and continue to move in the franchise in a positive direction, On so said. Becoming a head coach in the NBA is a goal that I have pursued my entire adult life and to have that dream realized by coming full circle back to Washington is truly special. And I look forward to representing the DMV and connecting with our fans and establishing a new standard for with basketball. Um, he's the second son where we're building. Ah, I don't know. It all depends on what what the future holds. But he did say what the plan is going forward. He did want to. You did talk about how he's going to utilize uh, Hashimura and uh, Danny. So I'm curious to see what that looks like. I'm happy. Uh, well deserved. Um, if you don't know. He was with the Denver Nuggets head coaching staff. So, Wes, quote, Wes is one of the most highly regarded assistant coaches in the NBA. He clearly separated himself from the large and diverse group of candidates we consider, said Wizards man, general manager, Tommy Shepard. His strong record in game as a game tactician, along with his attention to on details on both sides of the ball, combined with his reputation for player development and outstanding character during his 20 plus years of coaching, left no doubt he was the best choice to guide our team to the next level without without a question. So congratulations to Weston Cell Jr. Uh, the last time we've seen that was Flint and Ryan Saunders. Flip Saunders a former head coach, rest in peace, Ryan Saunders. Um, unfortunately was a good coach, but just the situation in Minnesota just really left it, left a bad taste, um, obviously wasn't good for him. We're gonna stick with basketball but we're gonna transition into something different. Liz Kim Beige, center, For the Las Vegas Aces, I had decided to withdraw from the Olympics, citing mental health. Um, Les Cambage was kind of in the news for all the wrong reasons with this situation. Uh, It was apparently just turned in from Jamaica. Hope the trip was safe, Elliot. Hope the trip was safe. There was reports while they were in Vegas, because that's where they're all, they are currently preparing as they go to Tokyo, there was a, an altercation that had occurred uh, between some of her teammates and, and during a, skim, a, a, scrim, a scrimmage against Nigeria. And there was talks of removing her off the team because of her recent behavior. Um, from what I'm understanding, she's she's broken COVID protocols several times. Yes, rest in peace, rest on Onsell Senior. Um, and they really haven't been feeling her behavior. You know, when you, she she's getting an altercation with teammates and disrespecting the coaches, uh, that's a problem. So then she came up with this statement. We're gonna sh- I'm gonna share it with you guys so you can see it. Anyone that knows me and one of my biggest dreams is winning an Olympic gold medal with the Opus. Every athlete competing in the Olympic Games should be at their best, at their mental and physical peak. And at the moment, I'm a long way from where I want to be and need to be. It's no secret that in the past I've struggled with my mental health, and recently I've been really worried about heading into a bubble Olympics. No family, no friends, no fans, no support system outside my team. It's honestly terrifying for me. This past month, I've been having panic attacks, not sleeping and not eating. Relying on de- daily medication to control my anxiety is not the place I want to be right now, especially walking into competition of one of the biggest sports stage, sporting stage. I know myself and I know I can't be the Liz everyone deserves to see compete for the OPAS. Not right now, at least. I need to take care of myself mentally and physically, and it breaks my heart to announce that I'm withdrawing from the Olympics, but I think it's best for the Opals and myself. I wish nothing but the best luck, best of luck in Tokyo. And I hope they go forth and when they goal. Love and light ECXX. Um, the only issue, I, I don't like the timing of those comments. The only reason why I say that, because, like, we're, 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 we're talking about. Honestly, at the end of the day, right? Where is that coming from? Like, they were going to kick her off the team because of her recent behavior, and I under and and, and, I, and I, we talked about this with with Shakari Richardson, and and I understand it, but it's the context. That I think everybody's missing. She was in danger of being cut from the Olympic team. There are people. There are a lot of kids, even guys my age, Sean, who's who's a guest, uh, uh, Jay, Elliot, Cam, uh, Daryl, who would kill to be on the Olympic team. And you know we, we we cannot ignore her behavior when you're. Lay it out out in Vegas, partying late, breaking COVID protocols, which you know you shouldn't be doing. Like, I understand. I told you with with, with Shakari Richardson, everybody had deals with mental health differently, but I, I don't know what. Maybe it's this generation. Maybe it's I don't know what it is, but we this 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 something about not taking accountability to me i feel like that's lost like it, it seems like I, I i don't i don't want to come across as the type of person that says well, I mean, well let's just use mental health as an excuse for all the for every time something goes wrong with, with ourselves again everybody again this pandemic all that i understand what it's done to everybody and i understand it hell i've gone through some things but one thing I will not use, I will not, if I know I'm, I'm on an Olympic team. And obviously I'm I'm kind of a headache. I'm not going to turn around and go, oh, I, I haven't I haven't been right in the head lately. When, yeah, you, can, you know what? I've been a hothead. You know, I I haven't, you know, I'm 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 just not, they want to kick me off the team. I respect that. Maybe this is a good opportunity for her to get herself together. I'm a, I'm a fan of Liz Cambage. I understand she had the same kind of problems when she was with the Dallas, excuse me, when she was with the Tulsa shock, kind of the same thing, mental problems here and there. But if you look, so, but some people make an argument and go, well, look at her, look on her Instagram and Twitter. Seems fine to me. Others will go, well, you, 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 you again, you come you kind of with these comments because you were going to be kicked off the team. So, and then also, too, Liz which is very outspoken. And she came on talked about with her whole diversity of the uh, team, Australia, and some other things that happened. So, I mean, I wish her all the best. I'm, I'm sure, you know, it's. They're on all star break. Take this time. They don't play basketball from WABA until August fifteenth. Take the time you need to get yourself together. But um, I mean, again, I just just want to send my thoughts and prayers to her. So I'm gonna transition to the Washington Mystics. Just a couple, just a couple uh, updates. So Shatori Walker, Campbell, and Megan Gustafson got re-signed on seven-day contracts. So. I mean, that's it. Nothing really going on going forward. I mean, again, this is the Olympic break. Um, like I said, probably won't see anything happen until the WNBL. also again, yes, I did, Jay. It was really good. I did a, I did, I did the last episode. Check it out if you had not already. Um, so, that's really all that's going on with the Mystics. Uh, Team USA basketball, the women lost. We're going to transition into that, the women lost, and Bradley Beal and Kevin Love are, or well. Kevin Love has withdrawn from Team USA due to injury. He claimed that he was not at his absolute peak due to a calf injury, and then Bradley Beal was placed in COVID COVID, coronavirus health and safety protocols. And Jeremy Grant, also too, but has not tested positive for the virus. So, Kendon Johnson and JaVale McGee have joined Team USA. I think, actually, that'd be great, because the Mystics do need a center. Uh, The The Team USA needs a center. uh, Because I think Kevin Durant. I, they, they just need, they need a big guy out there. So, I'm curious to see how that looks. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not going to panic over what happened, like the, like the women lost to Australia by three. Again, these are exhibition games. So, again, there's bigger I'm, I'm not going to cry over an exhibition game. How do you do that?
4: Do that? What the hell is going on?
1: So yeah, anywho, um, so I, I wish the team U.S. and nothing but the best as they go overseas to go over to Tokyo and play basketball. Play basketball. So I just want to do a quick shout out. Her name is jang Zhu. If I'm saying that right, if I name drop that, I apologize. Y'all, y'all have to check this out. No cat. That's the first thing. I think she actually said that. Uh, Where's it at? I have the link. She's 7'4, and she is from East China's Shandong Providence in an under 15 tournament game. 42 points, 25 rebounds, and six blocks. Let me show y'all this. Y- 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 y'all won't believe this. That's crazy. She's seven four. The drew comparisons to Yao Ming. Um, and the last player in the WNBA that was at least seven feet tall was Margot Didick. I wanna say that was her name. She played for the uh oh my gosh. I wanna say it was the Indiana Fever. Let me see. Let me try that right. Argo. What team, hold on. That's no, right. She played for the Utah Stars and this is what became San Antonio, Connecticut and the Sparks. She unfortunately died back in 2011. She uh, was pregnant at the time and she suffered cardiac arrest. But she was the tallest player in the WNBA at the time. She was seven two. So who knows? This could be a, uh, she could be in the WNBA the next I say by what? twenty. 24, 25, 26. So we'll see. Uh, we're gonna transition it into baseball, league baseball and COVID. So ever since the All-Star game, um, there have been a couple of COVID cases. So the Yankees and Red Sox game was postponed yes a couple of days ago because Aaron Judge and a few other guys tested positive for it. Uh Gio Gio Urshela, Nestor Coles Jr., Wonnie Peralta. Um if it's true that COVID did spread, uh, if, these, if these guys were at some point near the, uh, could have been in contact with these guys, I don't know what that could happen. Uh, but again, I just encourage everybody just to continue, just, just stay safe. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, with this new variant in the country, you know, this, this is no joke. We got to take this serious. And to me, league baseball, I don't know, but things, things opening up so fast, a little too fast for me, a little too fast for me. So I'm going to bring back in Sean Spencer. I know Sean Spencer has been kind of like, he's looking like he's ready to go to sleep. (laughs) So, so, um, we're going to to, to transition to football. I'm not going to really touch on this. I'm just going to kind of just like the outer crust of what's going on. Uh, Richard Sherman, uh, was arrested and I just want to just uh, one, just send my thoughts and prayers to him. Um, what's been going on uh, again, like mental health is, is, is serious. I, I mean, I, I just talked about, I just talked about the list can based uh, topic uh, something, obviously with Richard's not there going, something's going on personally. So, um, Particularly as a black man, um, Charlie, we, you know if you don't mind, I, I think that it, I think it's it's really important as a black man. Mental health is important. Uh, society, you know, I think had for decades, for centuries, has told us, you know, don't cry, don't do any of this, be a man, deal with it. And um, for what I'm under, for what I understood, what I read, he's going through it. So I think the biggest thing. That we we just got to continue to do is just you know pray, and you know have you know have, you know we all have a support team, former teammates, sent uh, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, and all the fans and all and all the brothers around the league. You know, they just got to rally around them. So,
2: yep, absolutely,
1: yep, yep. Um, we're getting to Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady, Sean Sean's boy. So Tom Brady played through a torn MCL. Um, I couldn't believe that. And there may be consequences with him playing through it. So I'm reading an article here on CBS Sports. And it's saying, according to the league's handbook, and I actually did go back and read this, quote, all players who have reported injuries must listen on the practice report even if the player takes all the reps in practice and even if the team is certain that he'll play in the upcoming game, mm. this is especially true, the, true of key players. Quote, a violation of the policy may result in the commission's discipline, which may include a fine on the involved club, fines suspensions of the involved individuals, as well as the possible forfeit of draft choices by the involved club, the legal book states. Now, Now he did say he now supposedly he injured his knee in minicamp in June. Mm -hmm. Quote, it was an injury I dealt with really since last April and May, Brady said. I knew I had to do something at the end of 2020 and happy I did it. It was probably something I certainly needed to need to be done, and there was a great outcome. So I'm very happy about that. I feel that I'll be able to do some things different this year than I was able to do last year. Um, a couple other examples of this occurring. Brett Favre was injured when he's at the New York Jets. Remember that, Sean? Uh, he got hit with the Jets were hit with a $125 fine. Uh, the Steelers last year were fined $100,000, 2019 75000 for the team, and 25000 for Mike Tomlin because they did not, according here to CBS Sports, list Big Ben Roethlisberger on their week two injury report. and Mason Rudolph noted that Roethlisberger was suffering some elbow pain then he got to the Pittsburghs week two against Seattle so he actually ended up missing the season so Sean I mean what do you think do you feel like
2: I mean you can play on it I know I mean as, I mean obviously as we've seen I had a torn uh PCL um and that's something that you don't you can't repair it's something that just kind of grows back you know gets back together on its own and I was still able to play on it. There's no – I mean, the only reason they would get you to stop is because uh, risk of further tearing it or further messing up your knee and everything like that. So you can definitely play on it. And let's be honest, with his O-line, he's rarely touched anyway. You know Good what point. I mean? But it would be very interesting to see if they follow through with this. I mean, let, I mean that, that to me I think is – I mean, let's let's go back to when they were going to, what, find him for wait, the flake gate and yep. all that stuff. You remember they waited like almost a full year and then like in the beginning of the following year, then they got to him. You know, the NFL picks and chooses who it wants to, you know, address and what the penalties it wants to, you know, dole out and whatever. So they might they might end up hitting him early with it if they do anything. And so, by the time he gets back, everything everybody else is in full swing. You know what I mean? It's not gonna make that big of a difference if this if this happened. It's just weird the timing that when it came out.
1: Yes, because it did. Look, it's coming like up right before the season starts.
2: Right, like you're you know, but like you're saying, like you know, if they get found guilty of this, you know, one of the penalties could be losing draft picks. Nobody knew about this during March and April when the draft was coming up. I'm pretty sure
1: guys in Tampa Bay's front office and then um right Bruce Arians I
2: mean, it. that's that's a problem like okay so you're withholding this information oh now all of a sudden what what makes it relevant now why are you putting this stuff out right now it makes you that, it makes you just kind of the eyebrows going on in there right well right. I think I think it lets it lets us know that um
1: something else is up. Yeah something's up for sure. So, I don't know, I like I think with Tom Brady, I understand well, he's, what he's with be 44, 43, mm-hmm. 44. So, thank you 44. Um and those injuries are not he's no he's no spring chicken. Mm-hmm. So,
2: I like we'll Peyton see. Manning, like Peyton Manning, if you get a good line later in your career, and all you got to do is kind of move in like a little four square like a little cha-cha-cha, a uh, little line dance motions. Right. I mean, what are we talking about? You get the ball out quickly. You're just bouncing in. You're not – that's the difference between the Lamars and all that stuff because with Lamar and, like, what they said about RG3, oh, well, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt because he's always putting himself in harm's way. The thing about these other quarterbacks, what Dan Marino did so great, was that they they weren't elusive. Like the Randall Cunningham's, but they were one of they were the best in the pocket and maneuvering out of trouble. They knew how to maneuver that pocket, and that's exactly. one of the things that Tom Brady is great at. Very for sure.
1: Again, I just don't really we don't really know what's going to happen right. with Tom in terms of what he's going to look like because I don't know how long he's we don't know how long he's had his head. Well, we know he's had this injury since last year, yeah. but.
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, you saw what he did. If 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 this is true, and he had this injury all of last year, you saw what he did. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree. I don't think that's happening. There's some independent reporters that here. have been talking about that, but I don't think that's going to happen because they, the chief, the Packers, have already said that they're not gonna they're not gonna uh, come up off of him. Uh, I don't think we're going to put in that much work into getting somebody like him. Good point. I mean, it could happen. You know, we, what have we been talking about the last several like weeks and months? Dan Snyder. As long as he's in control, and even though he, you know, his wife's, he made his wife co-CEO, he's still in control. If he wants to make that move, go ahead. But I Got haven't him. seen anything yeah. about it. You know what I mean? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen any kind of um, news I haven't guy. seen anything like
1: that either. So um, we're going to transition to the last topic of the show. Shannon Shark said some things about Lamar Jackson. So, Sean, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but uh, Lamar went back to his hometown down in Florida and kind of had like a little event with with, with the kids and.
2: I, I, what what would he say? What happened?
1: So I'll play the clip. Okay. So I'll first let me share my screen because I got a couple of articles, I got a couple of clips, and I got an article and a couple of tweets up for y'all to see. But essentially, Shannon was the only, this is the only one that I heard speak about this about Lamar being playing wide receiver and DB on the basketball court. I heard nobody else talk about this. Y'all can let me know. Send me the article, send me the link. But this was Shannon's reaction. A
4: big problem, Skip. I don't get it. Dude's on the verge of getting generational wealth $200 million. And I know, Skip, you know, you just have in front. But do you know? I mean, you're on asphalt. A sudden move. You know, a non contract injury. We just saw Saric. We saw Jamal Murray. We saw guys lose a season. Why, Lamar? I mean, we've seen Lamar do some risky things. We saw him driving excessive speed. We see him playing on the beach. Lamar, it's not worth it. You are a professional athlete. You don't have anything to prove. Bro, just sit back, get this money. And when it's all said and done, if you want to go out there and have a camp and you want to challenge these young guys, have at it. But bro, don't mess your money up being dumb. Come on, Lamar, you better than this, brother. I, d- I just don't get these guys doing stuff like this. Skip, we just saw uh, uh, the guy that's suing the Broncos. He tore his A- uh, Achilles, and he lost $10 million. Off the, Off the field. field. If Lamar, if you get hurt, get on hurt on the Ravens' time. Mm-hmm. Shannon was going to get hurt on the Broncos or the Ravens' time. I'm not doing anything foolish. I'm not skiing. I'm not doing anything that's going to jeopardize my money. Lamar, it's not. It's, you, you tell me that's worth it? And I know people like that, oh, he's just having fun. It's all fun and games. And then then you're going to say, if something were to happen, knock on wood, it didn't happen. He shouldn't have done that. Well, at least he has some humility
3: about him. He still believes he can go associate with those kids and teach
4: them like he's still one of up- Yeah, skip, skip, go back. Really? Hey, man, that's Lamar. Let him see that I was in this very neighborhood and I can get out. But don't don't put yourself in harm's way.
1: Okay, so then Lamar responded with this tweet. It's better to have fun with them kids out there having it's better to have them kids out there having fun than playing with guns and shit. So next year we're running it back with even more fun. So Shannon responds Titter-tweet. Back, a wide receiver on a basketball
4: court with some kids. Lamar took some heat for his decision-making, especially as his new contract looms, but defended himself on Twitter saying this. It's better to have them kids out there having fun than playing with guns and stuff. So next year, we're running it back with even more fun. Shannon, what's your response to... i just Lamar's want to play Shannon's response. response. I think Lamar thought that was an attack at him. I was giving him credit for being in the community, mm-hmm. going back and letting the kids see that Lamar Jackson came from a very similar neighborhood, and they can get out just like Lamar did. Skip, you know, I talk about all the times that my brother going pro was the greatest thing for me because I saw somebody that lived in the very house, had the same upbringing, ate the food that I ate. He got out, hell, I could get out too. I'm not criticizing him, but you know what, Lamar Jackson, you're right. I should have kept my damn mouth shut, and I normally do. I don't normally volunteer information. Normally, athletes, especially football players, will reach out to me, or their representative will reach out to me and say, "Shannon, can you talk to such and such? Would do you mind reaching out to them?" I reach out to said individual. We have a conversation. I say, "Now, your representative has my number. You're welcome to get it and call me anytime." So you're right, Lamar Jackson. I shouldn't give a damn if you get in your car and drive 130 miles an hour. That's your life. That's your career. You're right, Lamar. I shouldn't care if you putting yourself at risk on a basketball court running routes, which you are a quarterback, playing DB, which you are a quarterback. You're right, Lamar. It's my fault. I should have kept my mouth shut. Do you, bro? Do you. Mm. Okay. So
1: <laughs> let me uh, let, 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 let me let me say this. Um Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Lamar Jackson is a thug, okay. Um, I want to talk finals and NBA. May I speak? Okay, unless you're not a troll, um, you're more than welcome to join. So, but I'm, let me let, let me just address this Lamar thing. So. So, I mean, you, you you can join, but I just, again, I, I'm, again, as long as you're not a troll and not here to joke around, you're more than welcome to join me, join us and talk, you know, finals and baseball. So anywho with Lamar, I, I think Shannon's mission, I understand Shannon's point, but I, I don't agree with what he's saying. Uh, let me tell you why, because. If you look back at the tweet that I shared, he didn't say anything he didn't even mention shannon sharp's name um oh god i didn't give okay that's fine you can join um i think the biggest point and sean and he, we, we've had conversations about this about lamar no other quarterback gets this type of criticism i don't recall Big, I don't recall Shannon Sharp talking about Big Ben's choices. Um, mm-hmm. Any of these, it, it, it like. I disagree with you. Uh, that's okay. We can be that person thinking. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, is that he's at an event for the kids. You know, running on a basketball court, yes, anything can happen. But not just on a basketball court, ladies and gentlemen. It can happen at home. It can happen in a parking lot. I'll give you an example. Sergio Kendall, who was a former pick for the Baltimore Ravens, fractured his skull, slipping down steps. Anything can happen. So I I think that with Lamar, it just, I I get it. But the fact that he, he went that personal, like, we're talking about him speeding. I mean, again, understand, he's he's two years younger than I am. We've all made, we're, we're young. We've all made crazy mistakes. Like, I'm pretty sure Shannon Sharp has done that. I, I don't really understand, like, again, y'all, again, please show me, evi- show me evidence where uh, Dak Prescott suffered an injury, and guess what? He still got paid. You know, uh, uh, Terrell Suggs—he tore his Achilles on a basketball court. Uh-uh. So I, I just—I don't like it. And then again, we shouldn't be doing DB and wide receiver drills, like really. So we're taken away from what he's doing for the community. To go, ah, okay, well, he should he, like he's on a—he's on a, hes on a basketball court where he organized. By the way, and well, he if he tore, if he tore his Achilles on the basketball court. Huh? Guess what? He's out, he lost his money. I, I don't like that. So so we, we take away the biggest thing from it, and I, I just feel like Lamar, again, nobody nobody gets that kind of criticism other than Lamar. I, I don't understand it.
2: It's not true. It's not true, man. People do so, so get many- that criticism. But you are focused. You are extraordinarily focused on Lamar. Listen. I I, we both we you you you're a diehard Ravens fan. Lamar is your guy. I understand why. I'm diehard focused on Washington, so I'm gonna give certain biased views. My thing is this I we both agree. Look, it we get the point, the business side of it. Lamar going out here doing this, yes, that's great. But we can't look at this from our point of view. Our point of view, giving back to community, all that stuff is good. From his point of view. This is, Nate, this is pushing back the goalpost. This is exactly what you've been talking about. Think about this. You've been talking about him getting his money. You've been talking about him making it to the Super Bowl and doing all those things. This, if you played, have you, you played sports, right? You have played, I mean, you played, I mean, you played the sports. Yes. Right? So you know what it's like to turn your ankle on, on a, uh on a on a asphalt. You know what I mean? On on a blacktop or something like that. Yes. Do you know what it's like to tear a knee on that? Yes. I, I, I mean well I, I haven't played
1: I I understand it's not it's different to play on it's dip, I'll play on asphalt is 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 much dangerous and tougher to play than on grass.
2: I understand that. The thing about it, and the thing about it is you were on the cusp of that. You 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 mentioned Dak Prescott. Things are different in Dallas, and and they they're in Dallas and other places. They have really been critical on Dak. Baker has been torched before this year. I know Bucky Brooks might not have said it, but Dan olasky and a whole bunch of the other them, other one of them and the analysts, announcers have said it. These other quarterbacks are getting backlash. Lamar is getting attention. Yes. He's going to get that. He was a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Anything less than what he's done is going to get ridiculed, is going to get criticized. He just has to take that on his back. What Shannon is saying has come from somebody that was a Hall of Fame player that has played the game but has seen a lot of his friends have all these riches and fortunes and then now are, are broke. Have seen all these guys do that. He's saying, Lamar, you are about to get this paycheck. I understand that you want to have these camps and do these things, but get the dot, sign signed on the dotted line. Because listen, you see, we we all look at the fact that Dak Prescott got paid. We forget that Dak Prescott had to wait to the the literally the eleventh hour to get paid, and the reason being they were they were not trying to make it happen. You know what I mean? So we have to understand. Yeah, he might get hurt. And get paid. But remember, Dak got, got paid after he got hurt in the game. You're doing something off field that's not Ravens, you know, uh, uh, um, associated with and all that stuff. They're going to look at it differently. That's the way it is. When you have this big name contract coming in, you have this big opportunity. They're going to look at that type of thing differently if you get hurt and everything. And, yes, we all know it's a great thing. Dak, I'm with that. That's so great. He probably saved some kids that day. But there is a bottom line to it that says, we want what's best for Dak. We want him to get his money and we want him to come into this season. And you got to understand Shannon Sharp's also coming from um, um from like an entertainment perspective. The NFL needs, I mean not Dak, Lamar man. The NFL needs Lamar to be on the field. The NFL, he's already been on the cover of men. Use our on last year's cover, Matt. They need him on the field. If he gets hurt at an event that's his own thing, that is not sanctioned or anything by the Ravens, and then he can't play all year, that does more than just say he's out. It does more than just affect his contract. That does a lot for the league. Because now where you have had a league that's been Patrick Mahomes and Lamar, now Patrick goes up here, you got Tom Brady, you know how quickly the league will push somebody to the side, and if you got an injury like that to his to a knee, you saw what happened to Robert RG three. I
1: I, I I understand that, and I I get what you're coming from, but I, I think you're I think you see so you and I just see it both differently. If this was a, any other quarterback, the headline is quarterback gives 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 back to the community.
2: That's like, not true. Yes, that's, that's true. No, you, There's it, been many a quarterback that have been out playing ball and they've come at it. They did that in Washington. You can't, it's not just, it's not just Lamar. I think you got to get off this kick that it's just Lamar. That's not it's just Lamar. I, like, but, okay, but they are coming after these other guys. Not yet. Did,
1: it's, did, did, it, did it come after? Did, so did, let me ask you a question. Is the, the same energy that Shannon Sharp gave Lamar? Did Shannon Sharp give the same
2: energy to those guys? Yes or no? On each individual occurrence, do we need to do you want to go back to the videotape and look? Because it's out there. We can definitely do that. If you're asking me to bring that up right now, no, I don't have that for you. But if we want to go back and look and and, and all the time, I guarantee it. And I know for a fact because I followed Baker the last two years, I know all of them have come after Baker. I absolutely know that. I, don't, so I know that too, but I'm saying that you've been
3: using Baker taking,
2: as one of the guys that's saying no. They don't say anything about Baker. Yes, they do. Not they in, said it about Johnson. Not Josh in, the, before two not years in ago. the fashion they do with Lamar. Like we're take like here is a, a youth
1: event. Where see we talk about these guys need to give back to their communities, and a lot of these kids. Oh my gosh, Lamar Jackson's here. That's going that that does wonders. But we take away the moment because he's on a basketball court, which I know is yes. dangerous. And yes. risk injury, but very dangerous. It, but but, but now look at the bigger picture. He's giving back to his community. That so we so we just we we just gloss over that and just go, well, Lamar Jackson's on the basketball
2: court and he turns his Achilles up there there goes his money. Okay, so now look, this is the thing. So if when it comes to him making money, you want them to be pure business and pure finances. But now you want them to be understanding hope. Look, it's a business. We've addressed that all offseason. This comes down to the bottom line. Lamar is great because he can make them all the endorsements, all the great things he does. He makes the Ravens and, and the NFL money. It's going to come down to that. That was his point of view. Now, that back and forth, he, that, that second response wasn't necessary because as you were absolutely right. Lamar did not come after Shannon Sharp in his response. Lamar just said, hey, look, this is what we're going to do. He did it kind of like he did the, um, the running back comment when they were yes. kept saying, oh, you're a running back. He's like, oh, well, I guess is that like a running back? You know, he's going to do it that way. He's not going to address it because I he most likely, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got respect for Shannon Sharp. But at sure the same time, at the same time, Lamar is looking at it, I think, the same way you are as in right now. I got it. You know, we're talking right now. I'm gonna do this great thing for the community. I'm gonna go out here and do this. And I think Shannon's main point was: listen, that is a great thing. That is absolutely a great thing. Those kids probably will never be the same. There will change. They think they can do anything, but you can't tell me that there wasn't a field somewhere over there. Maybe you can tell me that. Maybe the neighborhood didn't have that. I've seen other players, Cam uh, Cam Newton. I watch him all the time. He's done a lot of camps. Kyler Murray. All of them are either on a field and either they may be throwing or maybe participating. This is your quarterback running DB drills. And I know everybody might be like, oh my God, look, he's running. Oh, he got him. It's, there's a huge risk. He just has to think about more than just that. I understand, I understand that, Sean. I want I- him to be out there and doing that. But yes, I agree. If he's my quarterback, take him out. Fitzpatrick could do that. I don't care. If he gets hurt, whatever. Heineke's up. But Lamar, I don't want to see Lamar. Case in point, Josh Norman, a couple years ago, last year we had him. He went over and ran with the Bulls in Spain. And there was this big video about him running and jumping over Bulls and doing all this nonsense. And then he fell off completely. And you saw what Derrick Henry did to him last year. Lamar is such a talent. He supersedes almost every quarterback in the league. Yes, I understand. Yes, I'm having a hard time with him on asphalt with some kids because all it takes is for one of those kids to accidentally step on his foot. Yes. Boom. Listen, you listen. You and I are here with that.
1: We, 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 my point is, is this. Hold on. He'll be joining the show in a minute. Uh, My my, my point is, is, is this. The context—I I understood where Shannon was coming from, but I—if we take away, for example, the the the, the asphalt—I think that I think that's the bigger point that they, that Shannon is trying to make. You're on asphalt; you're playing on a basketball court instead of going, okay. Well, I appreciate what he's doing for his community. He's giving back, because we talk about this all the time that these guys should be giving back to the community. Like, here's a tweet from wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, Marquez Val, Valdez Scantling, because he wants to go back and be the guy that he never saw he never saw as a kid, give hope to a community, brighten a kid's day, could change a kid's life, bigger than chasing a check. When you're a junior person that cares about the youth, I, I think that's the. I I, I don't really see. Why we why we take away from that moment because here's a guy who probably did not go 100 percent He probably went 50, he probably went 60 with these guys and was just having fun. Now, if he was literally going like if he
2: was practicing on the asphalt, that's different. But all he should I'm saying on the field, he should have just been to the field. It's just that simple. Like you should have just had if you're gonna have your cleats and do it, do it on the field doing it on a basketball court, as somebody has torn his knee up from doing things on a basketball court, it is just, he has different responsibilities because here's the thing. He is the leader of certain communities, correct? If If he gets hurt, is he still the leader of those communities? It's easy to say, yes, yes, of course, of course. But no, no, meaning they'll follow people. They'll follow whoever he does. But if, he has more power. He has more say being in the game. Okay. LeBron, okay. LeBron that's what I'm saying. See, don't, don't rush to the thought, man. Don't rush to what you think I'm going to say. I'm saying he has more weight on the field than he does if he's hurt. If he's hurt, he's going to get replaced. Somebody else news coming in. That's what he's saying. He's saying, think of it. I understand. You're thinking of it from the way that you came into the league. I came into the league, and yes, I want to help my community. I don't have any money. I'm just doing things I like it. Now you are about to be paid, it's paid generational wealth type stuff that you can make investments and you can make serious moves. You need to protect that investment. Okay. Have to. That has to be your priority. And I understand that, yes, it might look great for you doing that. And I want you to do that. I want my quarterback having that character. But let's be very honest. You got to protect that investment, especially being one of us. And and that's where I think I think Shannon Sharp was just an older black man saying to a younger black man, young young buck, bruh, get your money, and then you can go out there on any flat asphalt, ass stop you want to, and do any of that. Get your I money agree first. With
1: that. that 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 that's a very good point. I understand totally. I agree with it. But I I kind of feel like his comments uh, again to me, she, Sh- Shannon Sharp has been sensitive, really honestly, ever since Kevin Durant went at him. So, but. I get it but yall y'all, y'all let me know your thoughts on that so uh before we go we have a guest NBA content I'm not sure if you, if you're on let us know who you are you wanted to talk some basketball you want to talk some baseball uh so go ahead and speak your mind On mute you're on mute NBA content, are you there? I just have to bring him back. Let's try it. Let's bring him back in and bring him back in again. NBA content, are you there? Okay. Uh let's see if he will let's give him another minute to so see if we'll join back. But um I mean, yeah, I, I just
2: let me show you some good points for sure. Um That Dak was prime example, man. That whole thing with Dak, like they laid, they waited to the very last possible minute and and uh to sign him back on his deal. And that showed he was every he is like we've talked about. Dak is Dallas. Let's be honest. Zeke isn't doing it recently. Dak has been the he's been the stir that turns that stir. Um, he's been the straw that stirs that drink. And when they sat there and, and they can't, you know, almost cut, didn't pay him and all that stuff. I'm telling you, that's where I think Lamar just needs. Hey, get my check, and then you can do. Every single, you know, little backyard thing you want to do, just get the make make them commit, sign the paper, get your stuff guaranteed, take care of your family, and you can take care of all those communities. Because has he gotten a second check yet? Has he gotten of cool that? No, no, uh, Lamar. No, is this is
1: this is this is this is his contract year. This is we going to be year number four.
2: That's so it, That's it that's it let him get the money let him do the thing get the money and then once he does that okay go do go off and you know do what you want to do and listen I get it I love it I absolutely love it. he did a great thing but when you have that kind of that kind of experience you have that kind of ability you have that kind of opportunity I think the priorities need to get a little changed and again, if this like like you said, you hit the nail on the head. Where it's if this isn't on the blacktop, if this is on a field, and, and and Lamar has cleats on, and you know that, that's a whole different situation. Because I feel comfortable in that because Lamar already is feeling that. But that blacktop has torn up too many knees. I've seen it. I've been through it. And I just think you, for some kids who are just their whole their whole day, their whole world is one opportunity to beat you and they can say I beat Lamar and a little da, da da and they if they accidentally stumble and trip into you accidentally and some we all talk about those black quarterbacks we need him to get the get the check get the money be set up and taken ah, care of look uh you you we we we're
1: here on that we are definitely here on that but i feel like some of the things he was saying like speeding in a car
2: jet ski yeah that's second That second little interview, that second thing that he did where he went back at him, that wasn't necessary. That wasn't necessary at all. It was not. It was not. I was fine with this first, and I was fine with the response. But then when it continued, it was like, uh, come on now. I agree. So we we
1: got another guest. NBA content, are you there? You're on mute. Okay, he left again. Okay. Um, if you want to just go ahead and post your thoughts in the chat, you're more than welcome to do, do that. Um, you can try to join again. It's up to you. Um, but with that, I would, I mean, that's pretty much it for episode number 15. Um, I'm going to give, we're going to give a, um, like another minute or two, Sean, before you go ahead and end the, end the episode for the to join, because he said he wanted to talk. Baseball and a little basketball. So, um, let's see what happens. But I do, I just do, do want to just make a quick uh, announcement. Uh, I'm all for having guests on the show, uh, talking sports. This, conver- you know, this channel is all about having a conversation. But um, uh, the, the, the trolls and all that. Y'all just gonna get banned. Um, you know, I understand. I I just yeah, yeah, you have to click the unmute button. I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm not gonna get that too much airtime with the trolls. I don't have time for them. You know, Sean, Sean Sean Spencer can attest to that. So um, but we're gonna give NBA content another minute so he can join.
2: Let me see. I think
1: I'm, uh, Go ahead, Sean. Roll out, man. I appreciate you joining me this evening.
2: Yes, sir. Um,
1: I'll leave Sean Spencer's link in the description if you gotta check him out. Check him out on Let's Talk Football, Washington Football Weekly. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays at eight o'clock. Check him out. And uh, I also do guest appearances from time to time on this show as well. So I hope that you're here for episode 16. Uh, we we're going to see what's going to happen in Game Six with the Bucks versus the Suns. Uh, there's a couple of things I also want to talk about in episode 16. I don't have a full like idea of what I'm going to talk about just yet, but I have a couple topics in mind. So, uh, Sean, I do thank you for your time. So. Yes, sir. I'll catch you on the flip side. Yes, sir. All, all right. Man. All right. So um, as I'm gonna wait another minute uh for NBA content to join. Join me because he said he this they wanted to talk uh baseball and all-star game. I'm gonna get another minute. Uh you guys let me know your thoughts on these topics I touched on today. The Bucks, Damian Lillard, the playing tournament. Wizards hiring West on Cell Jr. Um, he is now the I saw that right, like, eighth, like eighth, like African-American coach that was hired. We need more of those like minorities as coaches in the NBA and college basketball, really sports, honestly. I can't stress it enough. Uh Liz Cambage, Team USA, Team USA basketball, MLB, Richard Sherman, Tom Brady, and then Shannon Sharp. We had it, you know, let let me know you thoughts on that as well. But um I'm just going to give one more minute and then we're going to end the episode. Um, You guys can join me again. You can leave your thoughts in the comments below. um, What you thought about this episode, what would you like me to talk about next episode? So if you want to be, if you want to join me, um, feel free. uh, Just again. You know, unfortunately, you know, we like I like to have like to get other people's thoughts and opinions. So. OK, so that's going to conclude episode 15 of Big Nate Talk podcast. This podcast will be on Spotify and Anchor. I have left those in the description for you all to check out. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to end it here. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Again, uh, just stay safe, stay cool, stay hydrated. Uh, let's let's thank God for another day and let's make tomorrow a better day and let's continue to love one another. With that being said, I'm out. Peace. Stay up.
0: First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call them out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. <laughs>